Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. Is Halo Infinite doomed? Is Call of Duty going to take up more of your hard drive next time if you want to play with the best of them? Is there a fridge that Microsoft is making? Is there another headline I'm forgetting about? Cyberpunk got delayed. Shadowlands has a release date. Thanks for the podcast. We'll see you later. Come back next week. For your, no, just kidding. <laughs> uh, this is the Gamer Suit Podcast for... Help me out here. October. Halloween. It's at 30th? 30th. 31st? 30th. 30th. Is there 31 days in Yes. 31st okay. is tomorrow. That is actually Halloween. This will Sorry, go live just... on Halloween, but we never say when we're going live. We say the date that we recorded. I'm getting used to wearing a watch, so I don't have to remember the date anymore. It's terrible. Anyways, uh, this is your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. I did a circular motion with my hands right there to encompass everything in the world. Good visual description, Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> in case you're curious, if you've ever described somebody's... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, I was going to make that reference. But Same I was like, ah. hand motion. <laughs> It's you can either yeah you can either do that <laughs> or you can do the old uh you know uh man every week this gets it degrades further and further <laughs> yeah it's a good thing we don't video record this just because there would be a point where I'd be like okay now I have to actually edit because that part can't necessarily make it in sure it can. We could be talking about a lot of things. Yeah. Venn diagrams. Venn diagrams. That's a good one. That really encompasses a lot of things with a middle ground that depending on certain categories, they either will be touching or won't. Everyone's different. You know what I mean? That's true. Sometimes they touch. Sometimes they don't. Hey, to each their own. All depends on what you put in them. Venn diagram circles, people. Venn diagram Anyways. Circles. That goes right up in line with... New the, releases uh, are a thing. <laughs> before we even get there, it goes up to the uh, another joke. Old classic. What is something... Can anybody think of anything that is better hard than soft? Ice. Good man. That's always the correct <laughs> answer. I was like riding through. I was like, oh my God, come on, man. Think yep. of something. <laughs> yep. It's always ice. <laughs> Ice, ice, baby. Bum, 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 but a new releases. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.
Thank you. I, too, can steal a beat from the queen and try to knock over an entire lamp while we do a podcast. I will at some point knock something over while I've we're been, doing this. Honestly, I've been meaning to move the monitor because at any given point, I'm sure that there's going to be a hand that kind of goes this way and the monitor is gone. On the plus side, Dewey's not here, which is also on the negative side, Dewey's not here. But on the plus side, Dewey's not here because that monitor would be gone. I'd have to, it'd have to be a pretty powerful hand motion because I'd have to be at almost full extension of my arm to hit it. We, we've gotten there though. I've almost punched my chair. You don't count though. Like you're, you're more violent than I am when you're getting into things. Okay. You're right. Fine. Our dance styles are quite different though. I don't dance on the podcast because there's no video. So and why? I don't, and I don't it'd be da- a waste. And I don't dance. It'd be at a waste all. of my wonderful art form that wouldn't be get, being spread across and the I world. And I don't dance at all, which is exactly how it should work. I get violent during this. You don't. You <laughs> dance violently. I don't. <laughs> Do you see the pointing I'm doing at your eyeballs? Giving me the Harrison Ford finger over there. You uh, <laughs> snakes. Why does it have to always be? No, new releases aren't snakes. Number one, I'm going to segue out of every one of these until I get it done. Number one on the new release chart: Carto for PC and PS4. Number two: Cobra Kai: The Karate Kid Saga continues for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's a game. That's a game. I guess. I I thought you were putting like Netflix new releases on that's here or something. I, he, if it's not a game, I'm sorry, but it's on the new game release list, so therefore it gets said. The question becomes, did the game exist because of the Netflix heroics or because of the YouTube red stat- statistics? <laughs> Number three. Technically, it would have to be the YouTube red statistics. There's no, it's not, It hasn't been on Netflix long enough for those to be the reasons for this to exist. Unless the game sucks, then it could have been made fast enough in time. Number three, Ghost Runner for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number four, Hammer Ting. Hammer Ting? Hammer Ting for the PC. Number five, The Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel 4 for the PlayStation. Number six, Star Wars Episode One Eraser for the Xbox. Now that's... Pod, Pod racing. racing. <laughs> uh, something. Uh, no, I can't do it. <laughs> Number seven, stories untold for the PlayStation and Xbox. Number eight, Wonderling for the PlayStation and Xbox. Whenever I see Wonder spelled with a U, I always immediately go to Wonderling. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, Wonderbar. <laughs> Wonderling. Uh, number nine, Egos. A game of time. Oh, sorry. A game of space for PC VR. This title drives me nuts because it's A G O S, right? A game of space, right? You're. It's like why just right? Why head? Yeah, yeah. Why immediately nitpicking? Why immediately define your acronym? Yeah. When you could just if you have to define your acronym, it's not a good acronym. Exactly. Such as Codplop's Cow. We all know what that is. Everyone knows what that is. You hear that and everyone would be like, Yeah, oh, Codplop's Cow. Duty. Hey, you playing Codplop's Cow this year? It's going to be a thing. Good news. We're going to talk about it. Number 10, Control Ultimate Edition Cloud Version for the Switch. I don't know what that is. I would have deleted it had I read this list better. Number 11, <laughs> Gibbous for the Switch. Is that like moon phases? Like a waning or waxing gibbous? Hmm. 
Let me bring some intelligence to the show. Number 12, let me ruin that with part-time UFO for the Switch. Part-time UFO. So is it is it a, a known object then? then part-time. So it's, okay. It's only known half the time. Or is it just not flying part-time? It's also only flying part-time. Okay. So when it's known and flying... It's, it's part-time UFO, but when it's unknown and not flying, it's also a part-time UFO. This is a complicated game. It is. And when it's not an object, but a liquid, part-time UFO. <laughs> it's weird in that game, I tell you. Number 13, Strabophagia, Rave Horror for the PC. Now, I feel like this should only be a horror game. But all I can picture is me and my homies in the club getting murdered. <laughs> getting murdered. I'm picturing a VR game where you're... It's, actually, it probably would be a really fun VR game. I, the way I think it's supposed to be strobophagia... Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. No, 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 no. Nope, you're fine. I literally interrupted you. Listen, I interrupted you. <laughs> it's a VR game. Continue. You know, VR game, you're partying, maybe playing something along the lines of Beat Saber, and then people start getting murdered. That was it. You know, it wasn't anything special. I like the idea that just randomly, as you're playing Beat Saber, just a body gets thrown into the world that you're like, in. And you're like, you know, like Club Dread with more rave. <laughs> <laughs> Can that be a review on a box somewhere? <laughs> it's like Club Dread, but with more rave. Uh, seeing how I think it's supposed to be Strobophagia, or Phagia, Phagia? I think Phagia is right. Phagia? Yeah. Uh Rave horror, I'm picturing, you know, a lot of lights, mm-hmm. as the strobe would indicate. As uh, the strobe dictates. As the strobe dictates. Uh, rave horror, as, you know, raves do, mm-hmm. consist of strobes. And I'm just picturing, yeah, I mean, I'm just another teen college movie, basically. They, for some reason, don't go out and just order an Uber and leave. Oh, actually, they probably do order an Uber the Uber never shows up or gets murdered outside. And then it's a whole thing. For some reason that Uber decides to go into the club because the ride is the people aren't waiting outside. So he's like, I got to go see if I can find my people. He goes in, gets killed immediately. Then it's this whole slasher flick inside of a rave story. Anyway, that's a movie we're making, not a video game. <laughs> I'm going to let it, let it slide, but I was going to keep going with like a blade reference, but we won't go down that road. Ooh. Wait, a Blade reference? Isn't there a Blade movie? One of the Blade movies where like there's they're in the middle of a rave and he starts just like murdering. I think there's some point where they go to like a vampire club. Yeah, and it's basically a, a vampire yeah. rave. Yeah. And he's that's, just murdering people. That's vampires for you. Number 14, Auto Chess for the PlayStation. Number 15, Blair Witch Oculus Quest Edition for the PC VR. I say, do you want to make the joke before I do it? No, just I'm just trying to think of like how Blair Witching would work in VR. You just go stand in the corner. <laughs> I know. It's uh, it's I like the idea that I hope it's multiplayer. <laughs> so someone has to be so the Blair Witch. So, well, just that somebody has to experience you just sitting in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with a VR headset on. <laughs> just so like. You tell Sam you're going to play VR later, and she just walks into the living room, and you're just standing in the corner of the living room with your VR headset on, just in the corner, just not moving. Just... <laughs> be great. Uh... Be like, what's he doing? Be like, oh, he's Blair Witching. <laughs> Don't worry, he'll be fine. He'll come out of it eventually. 
Number 16, Cartel Tycoon for the PC. I don't know if you remember about this one, but I did say I played the demo for it, probably for three to four hours, much longer than I anticipated, uh, because it got its hooks in, and I was slinging drugs, constantly having problems with the police, because I was slinging drugs too efficiently. But, Happens uh, to the best you know, of us. Listen, I paid him off at a certain point. I took over the entire island. It was my island. I murdered everybody else. That was my competition. And then I debated starting to find out more to do. And that's when I realized I was in a demo <laughs> and not the full game. Number 17, Esports Life Tycoon for the Switch. Number 18, Little Big Workshop, the evil DLC for the PC. Uh, number 19, Return One Way Trip. For the PlayStation. Don't really think that's how uh, one-way trips work. You can't return, but, you know, whatever. No, 20. Undungeon Arena for the PC. Number 21, Watch Dogs Legion for PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Stadia. Number 22, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire for PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number 23, Yan Sword 7. Don't know if I pronounced any of that right for PC. Number 24, Klee for Switch. Number 25, The Dark Pictures Anthology, Little Hope for PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. If you want a good Halloween game, well, there you go. Number 26, Pikmin 3 Deluxe for the Switch. Number 27, Today is My Birthday for the PC. Really weird title. Number 28, (laughs) White Day VR, The Courage Test for PC VR. Don't know what that means either. No idea. No idea. I have no idea. Who am I? Who am I? What are you feeling today? Odds, evens? Prime numbers? Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) What does that (laughs) lead? I was going to say, I don't know if... if... Well, we don't... uh, How many stories are there? Because prime numbers, I don't think, is a good breakdown. (laughs) 17? Yeah, prime numbers is not a good not a good breakdown. No. Uh, odds? No. No evens. You're yeah, gonna, evens. You, okay. What? This is like the, you know, odds. fucking Last Crusade situation where, you know, you, you got to choose the cup. Uh, <laughs> I, I said evens first. Shit. No, that's fine. No. I I scrolled the 16. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, this is what I get when I don't check the numbers of a doc before I, you know, pick my poison. Red pill, blue pill. What are the consequences? You don't get to know. All right, listen. I understand you like just unfolding scarves constantly. It's This is my chair. You put scarves on it and they, I just fuck them up. I mean, technically, these are both your chairs. That one's just more your chair because your gold bag is still on the back of it. <laughs> yeah, now just move both those. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's mine? Yeah. You brought it up one one day when that chair was in the studio because you were carrying something in it, and we didn't know what to do with it, and you're like, I'll just attach it to the back of the chair. And you <laughs> attach it to the back of the chair, and I haven't moved it since. <laughs> All right. Well, it's yours now. I've got too many drawstring bags that I don't already know what to do with. Every time I go to PAX, I pick up three more. It's like herpes. That's your problem. <laughs> now it's my problem. 
<laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Uh, let's get the podcast rolling with everyone's favorite topic. Game delays. Uh, <laughs> I like the ready to rumble entry. <laughs> CD oh, Projekt Red delayed Cyberpunk 2077 for the third time. Uh, the release date is now December 10th, pushed back from November 19th. Uh, CD Projekt Red was attributed has attributed the delay to optimizing the game for Xbox One and PlayStation 4. Speaking to the company's investors, CD Projekt Red CEO Adam Kaczynski, Kaczynski uh, said that Cyberpunk 2077 is, quote, ready for the PC and runs great on the next-gen consoles. However, even, the go- even though the game has been certified on the current gens by both Sony and Microsoft, some very final optimization processes for such a massive and complex game require a bit of additional time, end quote. He later expanded on topic by saying, quote, we are releasing a game which is, to be honest, a next-gen game, and we're preparing it for fairly old machines, which poses certain unique challenges that won't occur in future projects. Which uh, I didn't add in the quote because it was getting too long. But he essentially says, we're only developing for next-gen next consoles. From here on out. From here on out. Post-Cyberpunk. Suck it. Yeah. Old consoles. Fuck off, old consoles. Now, this brings up a point that I we've said before. We had a conversation about it maybe over a month ago now. Time is an enigma. Um, somebody messaged me on Discord. The, the conversation around multi-generational titles. Yes. And our... I I believe we were on this same page where we're, we're under the agreement of they're good if you're part of somebody not upgrading. Obviously, you want that. You want to be able to still play all the same titles and blah, blah, blah. Not only do you want to be able to play the same titles, but like it's a good... It's a nice PR move to have both versions available. You're smiling like I'm... You're fine. I'm scared. You're fine. All right. So we said that. But then the immediate drawback by both of us, which has always been the thing with a multi-generational title, is you will have to develop for the least common denominator. Yeah. Usually meaning that you can't be as proficient or whatever in... Not, not even proficient. But you can't get the best out of what you could had you just ignored that entirely. Yeah. Now, it's a little, a slightly different argument when it happens in this context, because it's not that the game isn't performing. It's that the delay is that they decided to not just release it for the current consoles they have it ready for, but to delay everybody because they're having to deal with making it for old consoles. I was actually when when they stated that I was a little surprised. I kind of thought they would be more willing to do the I don't know GTA Five approach or whatever the fuck it was, or they just never stopped releasing it for three console generations. <laughs> now was it was it which game? No, it wasn't GTA Five because it did it the other way. Whatever, it doesn't matter. I kind of thought that they would just release it on PC and next gen consoles. And then just delay current gen consoles. That's that's what I when I read this, I was like, just do that. Yeah. 
which I understand. Mm-hmm. It's not the nice, nice move, but like, come on, I want to be greedy about it. Then my second thought after that was, what's this going to mean for Xbox with the Series S? Because this is with all of our all of our comments, as you were saying about like Series X and Series S and developing for least common denominator. This is kind of like one of those data points. Yeah, and you hope that when they're saying that they're having problems with that, it's that it's an architecture problem mm-hmm. or storage problem, storage maybe. problems, and the leverage that they can get with the SSDs and blah blah blah. So that it would be only a graphical discussion between the Series S and the Series X. If yeah. that turns out to not be the case, that's not good. Uh, I think part of the problem potentially is that they wanted to have the delay because, well, obviously the delay for the reason they said, but because they're doing smart delivery, you'd be doing almost weirdly backwards smart delivery where you'd be like, well, if you bought it on the Series X when we released it, you'd have it available on the Xbox One X <laughs> yeah. when that eventually was fixed and released. Yeah. But I, you know, I can't say we didn't see it coming. It sucks to see. But in the tweet that I put out regarding this announcement from them, at the moment, the worst thing they did was announce a release date to begin with. Yep. Which I think goes all the way back to what they've said. And what CD Projekt usually does, where they just shut up. This is like the first time they've been very, this is when the game is coming. Here's all these things. Here's a 2018 demo that we did not need to show you guys. Mm -hmm. That technically you were spoiled to see. But because they did that, has now incurred all of these other things. Where if they just shut up and didn't put a release date out and just kept doing the it's coming Sure, people would get tired of it, and that would be the storyline of, like, is Cyberpunk really ever coming? Who knows? And it's not like it's the space game that I always make fun of, but I can't remember the name of right now. Starfield? No. No, space game. Not coming. The other one you spend $7,000 on a ship. Star Citizen. Citizen, yeah. That's... Is it Star Citizen? Yeah. Okay. That, I think so. Star something. Citizen sounds right. Uh, that you spend seven, but that's like you actively spend money on something that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And it's not 60 bucks. Yeah. So. Obscene amounts of money. Yeah. So you just, if they had potentially never said the date, they would have, I think, been in an entirely, potentially different situation. Yeah. Not, not like in terms of having to delay it, but being able to delay it quietly and not deal with any of this. Yeah. From entitled people that don't know how to just wait a little bit longer. I mean, we have plenty of examples of games that are should have been delayed and were released too soon. Yeah. So, and in case you're curious. Even then, just because it does get delayed doesn't mean it's going to be perfect when it comes out. No. It's just the it's just the an unfinished game is definitely bad. Yeah. You have the chance to make that unfinished game better, whatever the Miyamoto or Awada or whoever quote was. It's just the the eyesight on it 
has brought out once again the some of the worst of the internet. You know, death threats on developers that, according to another story, did not know the delay was coming the day it got announced. Yeah, I mean, if we... I don't know if there's any... We have one more short uh, cyberpunk story and then anything else you want to throw in there, feel free. We could have done probably the entire podcast on just CD Projekt Red stuff. I mean, we we could. There's a lot of... there's. Well, there's one, a lot of topics in this week of things that happened that we could rant on about for no reason for 60 minutes. But I feel like at a certain point, we're beating a dead horse. And you know what they say about beating dead horses? Something, something dog food. I was going to go with glue. Glue, glue, dog food, glue. Gross. I don't know. But number two, since we're on the topic of cyberpunk. CD Projekt Red's share price has fallen by 25% since its peak at the end of August, shaving almost 2.5 billion euros from its market cap. That peak coincided with the announcement of a new Witcher mobile title in the style of Niantic's Pokemon Go. With the announcement of the most recent delay, its share price has fallen to PLN331, the lowest point since April 2020, which happens to be another delay when another delay was announced. I'm assuming that PLN is like a Polish top 500. Yeah, like some sort of. Yeah. Uh, CD Projekt Red called the meeting with investors this week to explain delaying Cyberpunk 27.7, which, hey, we just spoke about. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that the uh, share, how far the share prices dipped after the game delays were announced. Yeah. Which is like, it kind of is weird to me, that concept, because of everything we were just talking about. And like unfinished games being released is bad but to investors they don't care they don't care because it's, it's you're still getting money yeah they only care about the dollar amount and if you keep pushing out getting their dollar amount that's the problem yeah but if you push out a dollar amount and a bunch of idiots buy it and then complain a month later that the game sucks they don't give a shit yeah because they already got their money yeah they got their money our developers are getting death threats i don't give a shit give me my 20 dollars. yeah you bitch now go back to your family that you can't be <clears throat> Well, Fuck off. Listen, cool. man. Shareholders are pieces of shit. You're welcome. You heard it here first. Hot take. Hot take. Shareholders ruin things. <laughs> Nate hasn't also called for the burning of Wall Street. Don't know who you're talking about. Eat the rich. Um, listen, listen. We already got too close <laughs> to commie talk last week. All right. To each is... <laughs> Back to the game delays. Uh, This one's my favorite. The Path of Exile Twitter account said the following. Quote, We were previously targeting a launch date of December 11th for our 3.13 expansion. Yesterday, CD Projekt Red announced that Cyberpunk 2077 will now be released on December 10th. We have decided to delay the release of Path of Exile 3.13 until January. End quote. There was a solid meme that came out that directly is this, and it was, uh, I can't remember if it was the This Is Fine, Room Fire, whoever was using, whatever format they were using, but it was the, uh, all the devs that delayed their game into December to avoid Cyberpunk, watching Cyberpunk come into December. And <laughs> be like, we're in danger. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, the I was enjoying the Twitter Everyone pointing out the Twitter exchange between 
the CD or the cyberpunk account and the guy who was like, are you positive it's coming out? Cause I'm going to put time off at work. Yeah. Yeah. There they were like the, full confirmation. Yeah. And, and then said, literally um, the next day, there's literally no more. There no, there, no, there are no more delays or something or no, there aren't any more delays or something like that. And somebody reformatted the tweet. They went back and responded to their own tweet. And they're like, does anybody mind if we delete this real quick? <laughs> and then somebody else took and like grammatically changed it. So it was like, no comma, there are more delays coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right in line with uh, what we're not going to talk about at some point. Shadowlands. Mm-hmm. Are there more game delays? Well, who cares? Shadowlands. Yeah, yeah there's, there's more game delays, yeah. but it's cool. Shadowlands is moved now to, they reannounced the release date to come November 23rd. Mm-hmm. slash 24th yeah i, I uh, the week of thanksgiving interesting move so i might just take off that tuesday wednesday and take the entire week off and play shadowlands like a psychopath i got some beef with wow just because uh, of like trying to play it i appreciate you having beef with wow because that makes me happy it means you're playing wow the or maybe you stop playing wow because of the beef either way no, actually, Samantha's like, she's pushing it way harder than I am because oh. I got frustrated. I was like, fuck this. And she's just like, uh, like, she want to keep playing. So, as know. usual, you will now continue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had that argument. We compromised. So, we're going with her way of doing yep. <laughs> She said she wanted a puppy. I said we didn't want a puppy. So, we compromised. We're getting a puppy. <laughs> Or we compromise, we're getting two puppies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the... That has now been pushed to the 23rd of November. Mm-hmm. Which part of me goes, yay! The other part of me goes, but has it really? Because mm. I'm still waiting for it to be like November 15th. And then go, all right, so November 30th, mm-hmm. we're going to move it another week. Just, here we go. <laughs> I'm like, ah. Either way, I'm playing it when it comes out. Mm-hmm. But I'm not requesting that time off until maybe the Wednesday before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just because I'm like, gotta wait. Because I can only have the whole joke. Don't know if you've seen these ones flying around. Happened with Cyberpunk. It's happened with WoW pretty well. Uh, you can only use the dead family relative so often as an excuse. <laughs> and so people are like, oh, yeah. Uh, my grandfather died again. Yeah, you know they put it. They managed to save him. They put him on life support. They specifically said November twenty third. We got to take him off. So I'm not gonna be here. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like the way you, the hoops that some people have to jump through. Luckily, I am not one of them. But the hoops that some people have to jump through to take time off from work. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. Wow. Apparently I'm finding out fun uh fun wow facts on my phone. Oh nice. Um so uh do we have more we want to say about the glorious path of exile? That was it. Delay. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh we're gonna do a three point five story now that I've brought up wow. What's your problems with wow? Um my main beef was just the So we made the character creator. I almost feel like the Exiles Reach thing kind of messes me messes messed me up more with like what to do afterwards. There is a part of that where when Todd and I did it, we're like, it's a good step, 
But if you're truly a new player, yeah, like even, though, even though you've had your experience, you're, you're for all sense of purposes, I'm a new you're player. You're essentially the most fresh you could get. Mm-hmm. It We went through it and we're like, well, I don't know that that explains anything. <laughs> it doesn't explain anything, which isn't really a big deal. And I don't mean but, like story-wise. I mean like how to fundamentally play the game. Yeah. First of all, the tutorial thing, like it, it's buggy as fuck. Like it constantly is popping up to for you to change gear and stuff like that, which is really annoying. Um, and then turning it I off, you, I think you, yeah, little little weird on turning it off. Turns sometimes it turns off. Sometimes you we had to like turn it off multiple times for it to actually like stick. Huh. Interesting. And then um, once we finished Exile's Reach and we were kicked to uh, Orgamar, it immediately like it put us right into bat like into the Battle of Azeroth quest line. Cause we were just like going cause I thought at some point it would like tell you, show you, let you know that it was transitioning you to, you know, something else other than like, I knew once you kicked into Orgrimmar, you were out of exile's reach and that was done. Yeah. But then immediately it's pointing you're, you to battle of Azeroth. Yeah. So like you're technically in BFA. Yeah. And you just go straight into that. Yeah. And the only way to get around that, which they don't tell you is to go talk to Chromie. Which I looked into that, and apparently you have to have, from what I was reading, you like, I don't know if they're switching it when the when Shadowlands actually, actually comes out. There are certain things that I know there are switching at that point that aren't going to go live before that. From my understanding, from what I saw as of now, for you to have access to Chromie, Chromie's time and all that shit, mm-hmm. you already have to have a character at 50. Oh, okay. So I guess that that does make sense if they're like we want you to understand what's going to happen in Shadowlands mm-hmm. before you can then start doing all the other stuff. But so we started getting into Battle of Azeroth stuff and like that's which I, is a fucking place if you haven't played in so long to go to. Let me tell you, we spent several hours trying to basically get the fuck out of there, and then with the portals and everything, like we we kept like. Samantha's obviously we it was it was it almost was worse because she's not necessarily super gaming proficient and she's new to it like right. she's just as new to it as I am essentially I am game proficient and I have just enough experience in WoW to be like dangerous you know what I mean with like choices so that was a whole shit show we had to spend like two nights just trying to get back to where we were supposed to be and then at that point i just said fuck it i'm like let's just walk out of orgamar and we're just gonna find the first fucking quest and we're just gonna start going through the zones because like that's what i'm familiar with so that's where we're at now it was just not as new player friendly as i was hoping it would be um Uh, we'll we'll talk more after this mm -hmm. because i'm curious i have a character that is it is fresh off the boat. Mm-hmm. I mean, quite literally, it's not even a joke. It's fresh off the boat because you yeah. come from Exile's Reach. I guess fresh off the Griffin. Yeah. Um, or fresh off the Wyvern because you Griffins are an alliance. Filth. You <laughs> you land. I went through like the t- tutorial in Orgrimmar to like show you around Orgrimmar. Just way longer than it ever needed to be. Uh, and walks you all the way over the stables for no reason. Yeah. I guess to learn riding, but obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Um. But then I took that to uh, BFA, and mm-hmm. I landed 
right in front of Princess Talanji where you come out because I skipped all the cutscenes and everything else like that. And I get there and I was like, oh, that's where it takes you, Hearth. <laughs> but I can go to, I can crawl me time. Yeah. I have everything else. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'll, I'll put her back there because I'm curious like, where you got inside of the Great Steps before everything like just was too too ridiculous we, we we'll, got to yeah yeah we can talk about we'll that talk about that after because i i'm gonna want the game open to mm-hmm. point i could i could explain it to you but anyway we'll you could but on. we can get to, we can continue to get to the news like number four in ubisoft ubisoft confirmed that far cry 6 and rainbow six quarantine too close too soon too soon ubisoft <laughs> Rainbow Six Quarantine, have been delayed until the first half of its next fiscal year, or between April 2021 and September 2021. The news came from the company's earnings report from the first half of its fiscal year. The company cited, quote, production challenges related to work from home, or quarantine, as the reason for the delays. Uh, Yeah, you could have just told me they weren't coming out until either the end of 2021 or beginning of 2022, and I would have been like, okay. Yeah, that was kind of just a. I mean, either way, Far Cry is still usually a spring release, which April, May, that makes sense. Rainbow Six, I have no idea when it normally releases. Seems like a fall type of thing, but. Mm -hmm. All right, let's get Far Cry can get away with a May release and be okay. Let's get these game delays over with. Uh, Sony announced. Quit bumming me out, man. Oh, we're we're getting there. Sony announced that it has delayed. Wow, iPad. Uh, Sony has, has announced that it's that it's delayed Destruction All Stars outside of the PlayStation Five launch window and back to February of 2021. Additionally, the game will now be part of the PlayStation Plus program, so subscribers will be able to download it for free in February and March. Those who pre-ordered the game will see their orders automatically refunded. With the delay of Destruction All-Stars, Sony is now publishing just three games to accompany the PS5 launch, not counting the pre-installed DualSense controller showcase Astro's Playroom, which is legit fun for like 15 minutes. Um, As most demos of tech are. Yep. Uh, two of those games, Marvel Marvel Spider-Man Miles... How do you say his last name? Morales? Morales? Yeah, Morales. Ma- Morales. Morales. Um, I'm not a Spider-Man person. Uh, and Sackboy, <laughs> and Sackboy, a big adventure will be available on the PS4 as well. The final Sony published PS5 launch title is the Demon Souls remake. Pour one out for the Sony launch lineup. That's all right. We lost another homie. Forever way we see him again. Was anyone really looking no, forward to Destruction All Stars? I don't think so, but it's just like let's take a weak launch lineup and make it worse. Yeah, that's true. Um, in terms of first party things, I don't need the you know blah 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 is going to be available as well coming down my throats. True, true, true. Uh, so what's that mean? Demon Souls is the only PS5 exclusive, then, right? Yeah, and it's a remake of a game that already exists. Mm-hmm. You know, I had Not a similar... that there's anything wrong with that because it looks beautiful, but Xbox 360 had a similar launch. Yeah, to where it had like one console exclusive, but it had Halo Three. True. Not launch title though. I it was. I think it was launch window. Ah, yeah. Um, that bullshit. I, I mean, technically, yeah. I guess if we're looking at it that way, if we use that jargon, PlayStation 5's launch window could still be great. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, it's it's just more of the same shit. So it's just if you haven't gotten a PlayStation Five, you have less reason to buy one now. Mm-hmm. Which has to it was going to not deter- that not that you had not that you had a reason to beforehand for you specifically, but which is deterring which I we'll talk about which is deterring literally no one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> true. All right, we had uh. to push Destruction All Stars. Okay. Sony's basically like, we have no games coming on the PS5 console, and everyone's like, we fucking need it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people, we have nothing. Can I please buy one? <laughs> no, you idiot. I'm telling you, you have nothing to play on this, sir. I want to hand you money. Why are you fighting me? <laughs> Give me a console. <laughs> Number six, Chris Metzen, former senior vice president of story and franchise at Blizzard Entertainment and Thrall himself, the war chief. Sorry. That's cool. A little tear comes to my eye. <laughs> Never we discussed. We got, Do you Mark, see the, we got uh, Mike Morhaime. Then we get Metzen. It's just... Slight side note. Did you see the Thrall statue available on the Blizzard store? Ooh, no, I'll have to. Their statues, like their high quality statues are like 300 bucks, but they are... Filth, like disgustingly beautiful. This one, double that. <laughs> Have you seen the? I, I, I think they would be remiss to call it an actual thrall statue, but the statue that's in front of Blizzard. Uh, it's a. a I can't recall. A I know it's it an orc exists, with a wolf. But... Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Their statues, though. There's a Sylvanas statue. Who you know, piece of shit war chief. We all know it, it's a thing. Mm-hmm. But her statue, I think, is like three hundred bucks, and it looks great this goes to the hey if nate ever has a midlife crisis and starts buying a bunch of 300 hundred dollar warcraft models ask questions because <laughs> there's going to be like, like a glass cabinet over there or some type of l thing where they'll be illuminated and you will see them and you'll be like okay nate has problems this Are one was pretty okay? dope looking uh, yeah i'll start <laughs> anyway so chris metzen former senior vice president of story and franchise and blizzard entertainment is back in game development by game development, I mean tabletop games. Metzen and former VP of Quality Assurance at Blizzard, Mike Gilmartin, have revealed Warchief Gaming. While speaking with VentureBeat, Metzen said, quote, Tabletop is where I learned to be creative with my friends growing up, playing D&D, playing Warhammer, loving these ideas, and playing these games in the same space as my best friends. Those are some of my most cherished memories. At 47, I come back to that. Even after that glorious Blizzard experience, I want that intimate scale again. This is my path, end quote. Warchief currently has just three full-time employees and hasn't announced its first project yet, but it's going to be some cool shit, according to Metzen. If you are um, interested, curious... Their site uh, crashed after their announcement. It was if fun. your interest is peaked, the Venture Beast and interview is... Uh, Pretty, pretty, pretty good. It's fun, and Metzen's always fun whenever he does any publicity stuff. Yeah, he he definitely has a, a colorful personality. He's charismatic. Yeah, there's the old joke. Uh, I think I've told it on this podcast when we've discussed BlizzCon, and I'm pretty sure I have anyway. There's a joke of when he was at a bar during uh, one of the BlizzCon when they used to just still meet and greets and hang out and everything like that. Somebody had bought a ticket, and they were at this like bar social shindig 
and everybody was drinking and having a good time, whatever. And he was talking with Metzen and Metzen told him things about like the upcoming wow story that hadn't been released or like wasn't discussed. And he, he realized, I'm pretty sure it was Metzen realized what he said, then looked at him and he was like, you won't tell a soul, right? <laughs> and the guy's like, nah. And they did a little Lotaro guard or handshake and like walked away. <laughs> but he's like, Oh, I can't say I got so excited about what I was doing, but I'm not supposed to tell you, random person. (laughs) So, yeah. I'm I'm intrigued. I've never been a... Warhammer, in terms of tabletop, like, looks cool. And, like, all the mini stuff looks cool. But it's just not my style. So I'm curious to see what... You've done... you played similar stuff, though. D&D, Hero Clicks, all the... You know, Hero the Clicks is pretty close to Warhammer. It's, pretty, it's similar. But it's... Uh, it's similar, but it's different in a way. It, I it's played, different um, enough where I'm like... I played Lord of the Rings Warhammer. Mm, okay. Yeah, I would play probably the you know Space Marine-style Warhammer. It's my, yeah, straight up. like Yeah. yeah. Um, but the... Or like the, the either way, the like the spacey futuristic y Warhammer, not the mm-hmm. I think there is a like older orky one that I'm What I like about it is how much like of a 40, hobby forty K might be the difference. I'm yeah, not I think sure. so. Is how encompassing the hobby can be because like you can get not like we built a whole table diorama with oh, yeah. land, different landscapes and yeah you it can was actually all build like, full battlefields and mm-hmm. have them modular enough that yeah. you can pick up pieces and move them. It was about uh Two of these. Yeah. And then everyone had, everyone, all of our friends had picked different Lord of the Rings armies to make our own armies. So it became like this Were there whole five thing. of you? There was more, well, it gets really complicated. I so, know I'm showing my I'm just minor saying, Tolkien lore like, nerd where I'm like, oh, there's only five armies, which really, it's four. Yeah. But that's, well, you know, we'll ignore that. Even inside... Like, they go nuts with, like, what are available for options, and right, you can yeah. break it up. So it's... Well, it's the same thing when you if you look at the Star Wars tabletop one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what the name of that one is. It's not It's not TIE Fighters. It's, uh... There's a Star... Either way, there's a Star Wars tabletop one. It's like X-Wing you... something. Yeah, I think it's Star Wars X-Wings or... Yeah. S- yeah. Wing Fighters, something like that. Brandon yeah. played it. Yeah. And I've looked at the models at PAX, and I'm just like, I don't even know where I would begin. Mm-hmm. One, because I don't have a table that I feel is worthy of dedicating to that. Because that would be a full, like, I want a sunken table that I can put leaves over and cover to still have people over and eat on it with a tablecloth. But then I can yank the tablecloth off like a weird magician, pop out the middle part of it, and I'm like, now we play Star Wars! <laughs> like a giant, weird magician. All that stuff sounds like it always comes down to like time. Where's and, our time? Yeah. Cause like, where's our time and how am I going to organize even you and I one V one battling star Wars X wing downstairs? Yeah. I mean, it would, isn't going to happen. It would it be cool to get a bunch of people together and, and, and do this. And it would I, have to be a dedicated once a month. Yeah. You know, Hey, it's sad. It's the third Saturday in the month. That means it's time for us to go be super nerds and I can't wait till you see my new orc riding a wolf warhammer that I painted over the last month. Yeah. Cause I don't understand how that's going to affect my squad, but it will. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't, don't understand it. I haven't looked into it though. That's my fault, but I'm just curious to see if he only do, goes down that 
idea of like building modules for those things and building worlds in that sense or if he like fully reinvents a entire game of like you can actually just sit down and play this game and be done with it i'm curious as well i tried to look into if they mentioned like what they're going towards and they haven't so they said we'll uh we'll talk about it soon i'm like okay cool bitch all right uh number seven three four three industries studio director chris lee is no longer working on halo infinite Lee and Microsoft confirmed his departure from the project to Bloomberg, though he remains a Microsoft employee. Lee said, uh, quote, I have stepped back from Infinite and I am looking at future opportunities. I believe in the team and am confident and am confident that they will deliver a great game. Uh, now is a good time for me to step away. End quote. So uh, I think it's safe to say that Halo Infinite might be in a little bit of a little bit of a d- development purgatory could be hell we don't know might not be there yet i would say purgatory is probably safe purgatory to like a circling the drain of hell where it's just kind of if you took uh not cotton candy i can't remember the name of the effect that i want but you ever see those christmas bulbs that are very narrow on both ends but then they go down and they're wider in the middle yeah sure it's like a, almost like a top but yes yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's more of a bulb than it is mm-hmm. narrow, uh, than thin. It's basically that. With If you were spinning one of those in your hands, you have the, the escape point of heaven at the top and release and joy. And then hell, where you just continue at the bottom. <laughs> and you have purgatory, which is the centrifugal force in the middle. <laughs> which is them right now. Yeah. I, mm, it'd be interesting to see what Craig looks like after all this. Yeah. I hope he yeah. just has a full, like, so at some point during the game, this isn't going to be a thing, but it would be really funny to me, that some somewhere there's, like, a hidden cave or whatever that you see, like, a lone locker and mirror and, like, this whole thing that looks like it's Craig's hideout, and he has a bunch of motivational, like, sticky notes <laughs> to the tape to the mirror and stuff, like, you're doing your best and hang in there. There's the motivational cat poster and all that stuff. <laughs> just, just, just rather than just lean into it mm-hmm. where it's like he's doing his best damn it number eight ubisoft has rebranded its Uplay plus subscription service in anticipation of rolling it out to google and amazon's on-demand streaming platforms going forward Uplay plus will be called ubisoft plus thank god because Uplay just sounds so weird now that we started calling it that the service's primary selling point of offering the publisher's latest releases for a 15 dollar monthly fee remains unchanged but soon it will be expanded to allow users to play those titles through luna and stadia as part of a beta test the luna beta test will begin on november 10th while the stadia beta should arrive by the end of the year Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Cool. Yeah, I'm curious. Makes sense with removing Uplay. You need to also remove the name of Uplay Plus. Yeah, I was just thinking about timing on things. I got timing on things for you. We've played Luna. Yes. It seems like a decent enough time to talk about it now that I've actually mentioned it. Yeah. Uh, I was decently impressed Uh, when I was running it from the Luna (laughs) app on my computer. Which is hardlined. Which is hardlined. It's a dedicated Luna app. And it's on my Windows PC. Mm-hmm. And I used an Xbox One controller Bluetooth to play. Um, I played for a hot minute and I concur. We tried the TV downstairs. Yeah, I tried using a Fire TV with a Luna app and the same Xbox controller. And that was hot garbage. Yeah. I'd be curious because I know they make the adapters to where you can hardline... Yeah. I'm like I wouldn't spend money to try it, but no. I'd be curious if if that is the problem. It's the same way. I also wonder if I just got a Luna controller that synced up perfectly. Mm-hmm. Would that change everything? Um, yeah, because we were having really more controller issues than anything else. Yeah, like the Luna app itself was doing fine. It was just that the controller, like right trigger, didn't even recognize. At one point, it yeah. was pulling up into the left, but the moment we hook it into the PC and everything works fine, mm-hmm. so. It was clearly integration with that controller where it's like if I just bought the Luna controller, it actually probably would work okay. But I'm not going to buy that just to test it. Yeah. The Luna controller is one of the... It's a Wi-Fi controller, right? Yep. Okay. Or Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, whatever. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, it's obviously not the same uh, fidelity as like a discrete game on your PC. Yeah. Graphics quality was not as high as if you were running it locally, but but it wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. It was all running and Mm -hmm. when running it from my computer, there was, I don't know if you noticed it, but like compared to even when we did have it working downstairs, even cycling through a menu Mm -hmm. was faster up here. There was downstairs on the Wi-Fi on the Fire TV. There was noticeable lag 
but on the PC, it is very, very minimal. Yeah. And the unfortunate thing is I didn't get to play like a shooter where I could actually try to really push the latency. Mm-hmm. But you played grid. Yeah. Uh, and I played tennis. Yeah. And I didn't really have any problems latency wise on either of those. So. Yeah. Grid was fine. And for the record, I'm 100 down and 10 up. I don't know what so, that means. 100 down, megabytes, 10 up. Oh, for my, my internet. Oh, okay. Yeah, my internet's 110. 100 down, 10 up. So mm-hmm. it's not like it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. I'm not in a giant city. Which might actually help. It might, but Stadia ran like shit. Mm-hmm. Stadia ran in Chrome with the same connection with a keyboard and mouse. Yeah. And Destiny was unplayable for me. In terms of lag. I guess it shouldn't be surprising since Amazon Web Services is the dominant. Yeah. One of the dominant. Like even more so than Google. But now the next thing is to text xCloud. Yeah. xCloud's the one. XCloud, give it to me maybe. Yeah. I'm curious about xCloud. I'm curious about xCloud because I'm going to try it on my phone as well. Yeah. Is Luna on the phone? Not that I saw. Okay. It might be for Apple. It might, it might be on there for Android. I might be wrong about that, but I had, did not try it. I'm going to check right now. All right, you check. I'll read the next one. Is the next one me or you? Next one's you. Uh, oh, speaking of the Ubisoft thing, uh, my last quick reminder to myself, uh, I did sub up to currently Uplay Plus, going to Ubisoft Plus, uh, to play the Watch Dogs Legion. Mm-hmm. And they gave me the, you know, the enhanced version of everything and blah, blah, blah. But... I was like, all right, cool. I have Legion. Nice. And when I get done playing it, I'm going to unsub, and I won't have spent full price to play Legion. Yeah, I, cop- I, I forget about the services. That'd be a good... As I should long- do it now, because then I could do Legion, you- and then immediately go into Assassin's Creed. Yeah, as long as you remember to manage them, and, you know, like you, you have the two games you want to play. There's apps for that, too. Yeah, there are. But, like, because... Not just the managing thing, but I mean, like, because you have two games you want to play on there, mm-hmm. even if you paid f- for three months, that's 45 bucks, still, which still isn't me. one game. Even if you don't like Watch Dogs, you'd still have Valhalla. You'd have two shots not having to spend $120. Yeah, for sure. So it's, you know, <clears throat> there's a shout to it being an option. I've already left uh, EA Play. Mm-hmm premiere uh after playing about a month of madden and like three weeks of fifa and i got got my time out of that for i think two to three months and it's like all right cool there's my money yep uh speaking of services uh netflix more expensive yes going up by one dollar for non-h non-4k and two dollars for 4k i think yeah i think so because it's 17.99 for 4k i think yeah it went from 16 to 18 and 13 to 14? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, um, good thing I don't pay for that shit, right? <laughs> burn. Got him. Because I'm using his. You get it? It's a joke. <laughs> Sony. Also a joke. Oof. Sony pre-sold as many units of the PlayStation 5 in the U.S. in the first 12 hours that they were available... As did the PS4. Well, that's kind of a weird way of saying that. Uh, as it did in the first 12 weeks 
of the PlayStation 4, according to Jim Ryan. Does that make sense to you? Probably not. Hold on. Now, now you're asking me a question that I was looking at Luna. Right, I don't so, see Luna on the Play Store. Okay. Might so in the, the first, might be in the Amazon Store. I didn't check that, though. The PlayStation 5 sold in the first 12 hours as many consoles as the PS4 did in the first 12 weeks. Okay, that, that statement makes sense. Like mm-hmm. It logically makes sense to me. It also illogically doesn't make sense to me because that's a lot of PlayStations. That is a lot of PlayStations. Let me finish. Uh, speaking to Reuters, Ryan said, quote, It may well be that not everybody who wants to buy a PS5 on launch will be able to find one. Are you fucking kidding me, Jim, with that statement? Um, let's see here. Got him. Uh, some more interesting Sony statements. In a call with investors, Sony CFO said the company expects the PS5 to suppress the 100 million unit lifetime sales of the PS4. However, in response to another question from investors, the CFO added that the earnings contribution from the PS5 would be, quote, a negative contribution for the time being, end quote, implying that each unit may be selling, may be selling at a loss iPhone, iPad. Okay. So, uh, yeah, the moral there is PS5, 12 hours, sold as many as the PS4 did in 12 weeks, and uh, Sony is fully expecting the PS5 to uh, have more lifetime sales than the PS4, and um, the PS5 is being sold at a loss right now. Which, are we surprised? No, we said they were going to... When has when have they ever been sold for like true profit? I think maybe the PS4. Maybe. And I think late in its cycle, though, not in the beginning. There's no way. Maybe in the beginning, because it was off. It was all off-the-shelf components, really. Yeah. But I don't... I like, borderline. I think of the PS4, they might have been breaking even, and then... Yeah. But either way, they're usually not making much, if they yeah. are at all. Uh, Would yeah, I be and, curious... And the amount is still just crazy yeah what i'd be curious is the ps5 compared to the ps3 so the ps4 you know is different is a little bit different of a beast because now now i'm really intrigued where the hell you're going with this analogy is because the uh the components and the cost i'm assuming of the ps4 oh we're talking about that part of it yeah uh was (laughs) pretty standard whereas the ps3 had the cell processor which was a whole fucking right catastrophe yeah, which caused them to be $600. Yeah. Which, I don't know if that was at a loss or not. Yeah. But they ended up having to sell them for a loss because nobody wanted to buy them. Yeah. So I'm curious like how that washes out there. Yeah. Uh, I'm just interested from the idea that the PS4 sold in its first 12 weeks. I don't know the exact numbers, but very well. Yeah. When we look at... I'm going to try to look it up while you're talking. All right. While we look at the time of you and I both working in a store selling Xbox Ones and PS4s, we had a plethora of Xboxes to staggeringly hard quantities to find of PS4s. Now take that number over two months and make it worse. I don't know what that means for... I mean, yes, I have a pre-order coming. Matt doesn't. Matt might not be able to find one potentially in store if these numbers and stuff are to be believed until post-holiday. 
which even at that case, Matt isn't the one that's going to go out holiday shopping for his own PS5. When we're discussing the parents that usually go out hunting for a new console for a kid that aren't my, going to find anything. My honest, like when I expect to be able to get a console, find one. And this is assuming like if I see one, I'm I will buy it. I think the first time I will find one and be able to buy one is like maybe early spring at the, at the earliest. Yeah. At this rate, that's probably your, your true logical, like best, best guess. And then be, be happily surprised if you do wander into a store and find one type of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's for us, it's not, it's not as uh, dire to not get one, I guess in a way where you will have those parents that will just be out hunting for the new console for their kid because it's all their kid will talk about and they won't shut up. And they're never going to be able to find it. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have uneducated employees, uneducated on this subject, employees, not be able to give them the, like, it's okay, these reasons to make it translate in their head yeah or you'll have certain people certain companies just shilling pre-orders for things that they're never going to have and hoping to god they get them so you know it's whatever it is number 10 activision blizzard plans to hire over two thousand people to meet upcoming production demands according to ceo bobby Kotick. This was shared in an interview with GamesBeat following the release of the company's third quarter financial results. This need to staff up comes just a year and a half after the company laid off over 800 people at the same time that it announced a year of record revenue. Speaking of those third quarter financial results, Activision Blizzard reported net revenues up 52% to $1.95 billion, with net income nearly tripling to $604 million. Much of those gains can be attributed to Call of Duty Mobile and Warzone, and also to fuck our employees. <laughs> uh, There's nothing. Yeah, no, what? Uh, no, I don't want to. You know, I'm screwed. I'm beating the dead. I'm damn a dead horse. I, I start punching glue. Stop me. The we're gonna fire or laid off, whatever. 800 people. We talked about that then. It was bullshit then. Mm -hmm. Because there's no way Activision Blizzard is not being able to afford 800 people. Yeah. The with same thing with, with these, record revenue. Yeah, with record revenue. Same thing with these sports teams that are like, we can't afford to run these people. I'm like, yeah, you can. Trust me. I know you can. Oh, we're going to lose a couple billion. Uh-huh. Guarantee you can still pay Mike the hot dog vendor the 20000 you pay him a year. Have a oh, solid bet you can. I don't know. Take 20% off of your fucking CEO's salary that's already just. Don't buy the third pig. yacht in Cancun. <laughs> anyway. Then it follows up with now we need to hire over 2,000 people. All right, we laid off 800. So, wild math here, Bobby. Let me learn you something. You take 2,000. You subtract 800 because you should just rehire the ones you laid off if they're available. 
which guess what? You're in a pandemic. You know how hard it is to find your job during that? They're probably available. Now you only need to hire 1,200. Boom. I already saved you some money. It's free you're real estate. You're welcome. It's free real estate. It's, you're welcome. Whole project solved. Also, let's say, you know what? Uh, we can't hire those 800 because they're going to ask for more money potentially because of you know disagreements and grievances with us. Huh. How about we look at the fact that your net revenue is up 52% to $1.95 million. And your net income nearly tripled to six hundred million. You know where that money could go, Bobby? Instead of up your ass <laughs> to the fucking employees that you either canned, are about to hire, or have been slaving for you throughout this entire thing. Listen, I understand you want a gold-plated money thong, but this is ridiculous. I should send you the link to the the Tiffany and Company thing that. Someone showed me Tiffany and Co. making a gold plated thong. No, oh, it's a sterling silver can, like soup can. <laughs> sterling silver soup can. Okay. Oh, let me show like you. Like diamond encrusted. Sterling silver tin can. So they're just making a can. They're literally making a can. Now scroll down to the price point and show me that. $1,025. How about some 18-karat gold paper clips? See if I can find those again. How many do you think are in Bobby Kotick's office? I mean, he's probably crushing them and throwing them in the garbage every day. That's true. He probably ordered those tin cans just to step on them. I like to be like, hey, this is a $1,000 tin can that we put pencils inside of. Also, those pencils carved from the youth of Africa. <laughs> They're bones. Worth nothing because we don't care about them. Fuck them, kids. <laughs> Bobby Kotick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's ridiculous to me. I hate people. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's there's just... no there's no narrowing it down because it was i was gonna be like i hate corporations yeah i do but i hate people and according to the government corporations are people so i hate people there you go um... and the government is for the people so i hate that too <laughs> <laughs> people are so stupid oh we're in the middle of a pandemic and we may why am i doing that voice that's close to somebody that's not president anymore <laughs> We are in the middle of a pandemic, and I say middle because, in case you guys are curious, it follows the same strategic path as whenever Matt and I say, we are at the tippity top of the mountain. (laughs) Oh, but we are only halfway up. You are not at the top of this pandemic hill. (laughs) You are lucky if we are halfway up. And we have corporations making money hand over fist that are going to cry that they're not making enough money. While just canning employees, where I'm betting in a lot of situations, a la a Walmart, a Target, an Amazon, a couple other places, if you hired more people, those people do just to uh, proximity will buy from you. We both know the amount of people. That while we worked in retail, 
bought from the same place they shit. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you don't shit where you eat, but you shit where you shop. (laughs) It's like, oh, it's my break. I'm going to go give part of my paycheck back. Because I need this one thing I saw that just got put on clearance. It's a fair point. Oh, I'm going on my lunch break. Let me go to the freezer section and buy some pop tarts. What? I, I meant hot. <laughs> I meant I meant hot pockets, but instead I put pop tarts in the freezer section. I also got fired because I couldn't stock things correctly. What do you want from me? <laughs> uh, all right, number eleven. Now I'm just picturing like <laughs> other random things where you just had one guy that's like, listen, I like my cereal cold, okay? It goes in the freezer section. Who wants to wait to heat up chicken tenders? They stay out. <laughs> You're like, what psychopath is just opening the bag of chicken tenders and eating them? He's like, I get hungry. <laughs> a logic- Can we have a sketch on SNL called a logical stock uh, stocker? Like. Logical stock boy or logical logical stock, yeah, yeah. A logical truck unloader, like just something like that, where it's just the guys that are just in retail shops that put things in places they have no right being, but they have own justified logic for it being there. Like, listen, man. Sometimes when I'm getting off the couch, I just get up and I take a shower, and you're like, wait, 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 wait. Why? That's why you put shower heads in the furniture aisle with the futons. Do you have a futon in your bathroom? Yeah. It's convenient. I live in a studio. And you're like, oh, okay, the studio part makes sense. Yeah, no. I don't mean that kind of studio. (laughs) You're like, oh, never mind. I'm going too far with these stupid analogies. Please move me on. I guess. Are they analogies? Metaphors? I don't know. I don't think they're either of those things. Bad sketch ideas. That's what we'll call them. (laughs) A Netherlands district court this week ruled against electronic arts in a case... Over FIFA loot boxes. Go Dutch. Allowing the Netherlands Gambling Authority to proceed in fining the publisher 10 million euros for violating the country's betting and gaming act. No, never mind. That's not... That's, that's nothing. Naturally, EA is filing an appeal. Of course, because they can't just pay 10 million. But that's now two European countries that have effectively, effectively outlawed EA's loot boxes. Uh, Belgium being the other one, I believe, right? Bingo. Bango, give this man a fucking cookie. Where are the cookies at? Uh, Fucking apparently (laughs) with your wife. Yeah, she's rediscovered. Requested delivery. Never showed up. Rediscovered, like, you know, the frozen cookie packs. Ah, dude, they're listen. I got some problems with if I see some Nestle frozen ones that are the, you know, the little bricks. Yeah, those are the ones. Yeah. But then she also found out on the way home while she was inspecting the package that they're okay to eat. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Well... Still uncooked. Yeah, yeah. You could just pop those things, which is the problem why I don't buy them anymore, because I would bake half a sheet while eating the other half. There you have it, folks. Yep. Human nature, it's finest. I was just like, ooh, these are edible. (laughs) One for the tray, one for me, one for the tray, two for me, one for the tray. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. On the plus side, you know the cookies that are terrible? If we're going to just go down this whole train. The fucking sugar cookies that come in a tube? Yep. Those any of those sleeve cookies that you slice because they have a fucking snowman's face on them. Apparently, if you just slice them all the time, you know which ones I'm talking about. They don't yeah. always have snowman faces, but let's be honest, you see them around the holidays a ton because people are lazy, and that's how they make cookies. Mm-hmm. You don't need to come after me for my baking talent. I know, but those cookies are terrible. Get yeah, me some Nestle Toll House 
frozen or chilled blocks of cookie dough. Put them on there. Don't even tell me they're those. Hand them to me because I want them nice, soft, and gooey. Don't burn them. You crisp them up, you got problems. They should be able to fall apart in my hands. Like if I just take them and do I should be able to do the fucking commercial. You <laughs> zoom in that camera and see that goo just go between two pieces. I put it in my mouth. I go, whoo, that's hotter than I thought it was. But it's delicious. Nate likes that goo and that hot goo in his mouth. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you know how I like it. Big boy. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Dewey? I know. <laughs> Dewey'd be the all over that conversation. Uh, uh, but yeah, that's that. I used to sometimes I would be shopping, right? You know, never shop when you're hungry. It's a whole thing you shouldn't do. Yeah, that's that's words to live by. But I'm walking down. And I'm like, oh man, I kind of want some cheese. Now, it's a weird analogy because <laughs> if you don't know, not analogy. It's a weird uh, stepping stone because if you don't know where they normally keep those. Those uh chilled cookie things, mm-hmm. like the f- they're in by the cheese usually. <laughs> Depends on what store you're in. They are. They're in the but dairy, because they're dairy in, section. They're usually in dairy of. section because they're with uh, like uh, Pillsbury croissants and biscuits and all those other canned delicious fattening things that I stopped eating because, well, let's be honest. If you're going to put a Pillsbury can of biscuits in front of me, I'm going to make those. And they're going to be gone before I put them away. Mm-hmm. They'll come out. I'll be like, ooh, nice. Hot, fresh biscuits. Oh, oh they're gone. Well, yep. I don't know where those went. Why didn't they inhale the tin can from Tiffany's that had Pillsbury in it? I don't know. <laughs> but those Nestle ones are there. So I'd be like, oh, man, I really want some cheese sticks or shredded cheese. Or I got a bad habit of mozzarella bricks. Mm-hmm. I will house an entire mozzarella brick if I'm not careful. So I stopped buying those, too. <laughs> now that you know, you buy mozzarella balls. Yeah. I'd eat those things like apples on the way home. I'd buy one of those and just like have it in my hand and just oh, rah, 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 rah. so I had to I had to stop. <laughs> I got a cheese problem, you know, just tapping that vein. And that vein's getting just filled with cheese. But in that section, I'm like, oh man, those are really good. Oh cool, I'll get some croissants because I can go get I can turn around and get some of those little the little sausage wieners and roll those up in the croissants. Yeah, and I got a whole day to a whole day to myself. Pigs in a blanket. Yeah, kind of. I don't know. It's basically that, but it's like with you know, Pillsbury croissants and not full sausage, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'll just make a tray of those and eat that while I watch football on the couch like a lazy fucking slob. There's things I had to stop doing a couple of years ago when I was like, you're an adult. You can do that, but you don't need to do it for the third week in a row. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was about to correct you and be like, no, you're an adult. You can do that, but you... you I got it. <laughs> so then you transition. You're like, oh, man. I need some cheese again because I ran out on the way home last time. So I got to get two packs. <laughs> so you go to grab the cheese and then you, out of the corner of your eye, there's this golden package. Usually eye level for me, a little bit taller, but you know what I mean? It's usually top yeah. shelf, top shelf, Nestle, you know, <laughs> not bottom shelf in Nestle, top shelf, Nestle. Put it out of the reach of the youngins. Don't want them eating the good stuff. It's up there. And you're like, oh, those dough so those delicious. I'll take some cheese. Ooh, I don't want this cheese anymore. You know, now you, you got the cheese halfway off the hanger and you're like, I don't need that anymore. You put that cheese back and you go to your new best friend, Nestle Toll House, and you buy one. You go home and you one for me, one for the tray, one for me, one for the tray. Then you realize I made a mistake. I should have bought another one of these because now I only have half as many to fit on this tray. That seems really empty because the tray's large and I only have half of it filled. I got to go back to the store. So now you go back to the store. You're like, all right, I need to get another one of these. 
So instead you buy two, just preemptively for yourself. So now you've bought three. And then you realize you ran out of milk on the way. So you have to stop and get milk. It's a whole thing. And then for the fourth Sunday in a row while you're watching football, just eating Toll House cookies, <laughs> you decide to just have diabetes and die. All of that is to say that at number 12, EA has announced that the next-gen versions of Madden NFL 21 and FIFA 21 will arrive for PS5 and Xbox Series X and S on December 4th. That is also to say, responding to Matt's story that I entirely derailed this from, 10 million to them isn't even... Finding EA 10 million isn't even... I don't remember... I don't know what the immediate math in my head is of 10 million to 4 billion in microtransactions that they made. Mm -hmm. So whatever that percent is, it's not that's it's, hysterical yeah that's pocket change for that i'm pretty sure god who heads ea now is it still andrew yeah it's andrew house or whatever no that's house. that's 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 sony <laughs> well it was sony um what is that dude's fucking name i'm pretty sure he pisses 10 million is either way the yeah, point yeah, i was yeah. going to he yeah. they just have 10 million on standby their argument is going to be we don't want to pay 10 million we'll pay 9.5 million <laughs> 10 million whole stigma you know it's a bad thing they probably already spent 10 million on their legal team oh yeah their legal team is probably worth over 10 million all right because you know if the glove don't fit i don't know why <laughs> why uh what's his name is always my go-to for legal teams lucky number 13 Hello Games announced that No Man's Sky is coming to Xbox Series X and S and PS5 on November 10th and November 12th, the same day both consoles will launch. Players who own a current-gen version of the game will be eligible to receive the next-gen version at no additional cost. And good news, it's actually the full game they told us about six years ago. Got him. Boom. Ha! Zow! Number 14. And Amazon's... <laughs> Uh, too too it's much. It's not even close. <laughs> too much. You know. You know a symptom of diabetes: losing your eyesight. Dementia. <laughs> Probably. It's <laughs> not losing my eyesight. <laughs> I did not. I did not even mess up assassins to Amazon. I just ignored it completely. <laughs> <laughs> and Assassin's Creed live action series is in the works at Netflix in partnership with publisher Ubisoft. Live action is not the only aspect of the deal, which will also see the two companies partner on animated and anime series. Variety reported, does Ubisoft make games anymore is a good question, Matt. And let me answer it with this. Have they ever made a successful TV show? No. You're welcome. <laughs> they apparently have like 20 in the works, though. Right. That may or may not be successful. They have one in the works for a game that doesn't exist. That's true. And they had a movie that tanked. That's true. So, I do like the idea of, depending on how they write it, this is the whole thing. If I start going into our dream scenarios of how you write this, it'll never get made. So, I'm not even going to start there. I'm just going to say that depending on how they write it, it actually could be decent, but I don't have faith. Based on how the movie was horribly done, mm -hmm. I don't have faith this will be adapted any better. I have more faith in the animated and anime series to be able to do more things than an actual live action show yeah it's i don't also i don't like i usually don't like it when they take one single franchise and then do like live action animation and anime like yeah 
you kind of have to like I, pick your battles there. I get it if they're going to use some of them to tell like side stories type of thing or yeah, like other little unknown things, and you want to have a, a main story focus on certain things. But I I don't know if I skeptical. Same. Besides, we already saw the best live action earlier, and it's Techno Viking. Yeah, good stuff. Ah, I miss him. Imagine if we had been next to him when that was happening. Just better been like, but I saw it live. <laughs> I saw it happen. Wonder where he is now. Valhalla. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice answer. Uh, AMD has introduced three new Radeon RX 6000 graphics cards that will take on NVIDIA's latest RTX 3000 series of GPUs. Uh, There's the Radeon RX 6800 XT. Wow, these are out of order, and that really irritates me. Um, You wrote it. I did. I'm going to actually redo this. There's the Radeon... Hot takes, hot edits. (laughs) There's the Radeon RX 6800 which will be $580, and that will be taking on the RTX 3070. Um, Then there's the RX 6800 XT, which is $650, and that will be fighting the RTX 3080. And then there's the RX 6900 XT, which is a fat $1,000, which is pitted against the RTX 3090, which is also obscenely expensive. Uh, we might talk about them after they launch. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, but hey, AMD out here throwing down. Yep, throwing down. They got some fancy, fancy shit going on. They are inevitable. New CPUs coming out this coming week. Yeah. They're all about it. We'll see if those blow out as quickly as the RTX cards did. It's going to be an interesting time to be buying PC parts. Number 16, Activision has revealed the full PC specifications for Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War or Cod Blops Cow. Sad Matt didn't write it as Cod Blops Cow. I don't want to. I'm Ron Burgundy and I will read exactly as he wrote. I say that, but it's not true. We know that. Can you? uh... Yeah, I can see it. Okay. I can see it, but uh, I'm going to do the way I want to do this, which is to not read all 90,000 of these. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Either. So let's say what the minimum specs are for you. Minimum you're going to need to play Cod Blobs Cow. <laughs> I love it. You're going to need Windows 7. All right? Or Windows 10. Windows 7, that's kind of random. I like that they said specifically Windows 7 Service Pack 1, which is the they're on 3. 3 was the <laughs> whatever. Version 18.03 or higher for Windows 10, in case you know you haven't updated and you're still on 17.09 game, weirdos. We're on 20H2, by the way, so we're, let's move on. I think that's further than I thought we were. I thought we were on 19-something still. Nah, 20H2 <laughs> is the new one. Anyway, uh, you're going to also need an i3-4340 or an AMD FX-6300. Those are both very old CPUs. Yeah. Anyway, this is the minimum, though. You're going to need 8 gigs of RAM. And this can't be right. For multiplayer only, you're going to need 50 gigs. Or you'll need 175 gigs for all game modes. Then for video, on minimum, you need NVIDIA GeForce GTX 670s or a GTX 16... What the fuck? 
<laughs> you need a GTX 670 or a GTX 1650 or a Radeon HD 7950. Hey, they don't have to make sense. <laughs> Why is there a 9 series into a 16 series? I don't know. Either way. Very interesting specs. Because I those are all very low. I'm not talking about the hard drive space. I'm going to get there in a second. But that is very low in terms of, I think, in terms of processor, RAM, and video. For even though it's minimum. Well, the funny thing about this, if you look at the recommended, what they describe as recommended. Yeah. It says 60 frames frames per second in most situations with all options set at medium. So minimums, like, I think genuinely (laughs) minimum. You're lucky if it runs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I don't even like the recommended ones, so we're going to move on from that. Here's here's the question I have. I'm going to skip up to... They threw ray tracing in there, which is kind of interesting. I'm going to skip to competitive. Yeah, so specs one. to run at a high FPS for use with a high refresh monitor. Windows 10, latest update. An i7-8700K or Ryzen 1800X. Hey, my processor. 16 gigs of RAM. 175 gigs of hard drive space. And then a GTX 1080 or RTX 3070 or Radeon RX Vega 64 graphics. So, that's that's a true high-end PC. Or what would be considered high-end. Not the highest end, but a high-end PC. Mm-hmm. So, now my question, and maybe you have an answer, maybe you don't. That says 175 gigs, which is true. Oh, also, if you want Ultra RTX, I should mention this part because this is the fun storyline. Ultra RTX is 250 gigs of hard drive space. So it is another 75 gigs of textures and everything else to get to the Ultra RTX stuff, which is pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. But in the minimum column, it mentions 50 gigs for multiplayer and then 175 gigs for all game modes. But then never again does it split those up. So I don't know if that's supposed to be carried over. Like I only need 50 gigs up until Ultra RTX. Or if I have no choice but to... Their graphics sucks in this regard. Or if I have no choice but to have 175 gigs on every other thing, every other thing else. It's like if I if I use Windows 7... I can do just multiplayer at 50 gigs. (laughs) Is that what they're telling me? Yeah, I think, um, I think the idea is you can, I think this one, you can install separate portions of the game. Right. And that, that is true. Period. So, but if it's 50 gigs for multiplayer only, that's pretty understandable. That's pretty reasonable, I think. Yeah, which is what they're saying. So if that's the case, I'm all for it. I'll install it for, if I do end up buying it, I'll install it for the full 175, play through the campaign, have fun time committing war crimes on behalf of Reagan. 
and then I will either delete the parts that I don't need if they'll allow you to do that, or I'll uninstall the entire thing and reinstall just the multiplayer. <laughs> Which hopefully the multiplayer includes the multiplayer and it's not just Warzone. I also, I, well, all right. So let's let's break this way down. If I truly can install only certain parts, I want multiplayer plus zombies. I just don't want the campaign. Yeah. Once I'm done with it, I want it gone. But if I need to have, if zombies is somehow tied to those other things, then, well, I'm screwed and I'm going to have to download the entire thing anyway. But I think inevitably that's what most people are going to end up having to do because this is the real world and we, we're not, we don't. They don't care it's to really, do work that out for us. It's really just we want to cut off the campaign. <clears throat> like yeah. if either don't play it or I want it as able to be removed when I'm done with it. Um, yeah, that's really it. And as Call of Duty always is, inevitable. Where did that bring you? Back, Back. to me. You couldn't live with your own hard drive space. Back to Cod Blob's cow. Oh. Okay. It's going to be sad when next year it's <laughs> Cod me. <laughs> <laughs> if they do Modern Warfare again. Cod me. Cod Mautu. Yeah. Cod Mautu. Mm, I like it. Making progress. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last on the list is uh, it's Halloween. So, of course, Steam is having a sale because, you know, they got any excuse to have a sale. Spooky time. Here's a few treats you can pick up for cheap. Did you give them any tricks, though? No tricks. Uh, Resident Evil. I got a a trick for it. I got a trick. Okay. Uh, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard is $10 hairs. It's usually $30. Uh, Hey, play it before you play 8. Yeah. Death Stranding is 42 Weird spooky game. You walk around for a while. Black Mesa is $10. Is that considered a spooky game? Eh. Little I mean, Night... There's moments, but... Yeah. Uh, Little Nightmares is $4. Actual spooky game. Alien Isolation is $10. Run away from the giant thing that wants to kill you. Also, it is a spooky game. Yes. Uh, Resident yeah. Evil 2 Standard Edition is $16. Spooky game. Control Ultimate Edition... Is 28. Not really spooky, but thematically Halloween. Outlast. First one. Spooky. Two ninety nine. Yeah. All right. So if you want to shit your pants, <laughs> Outlast for two ninety nine. We'll cause that. Yeah. It'll get it done. And that's all. That's all I pulled from there. I got a trick. Okay. Cyberpunk got delayed. Boom. Roasted. <laughs> fucking I couldn't think of anything fa- like better tricked you tricked you bitch you thought <laughs> it was going to be playable on the 19th well it's not yeah that's it for stories a rather disappointing week no uplifting fun stories I hope that I tangented it enough to was give you some joy depressing week for sure I mean other than it was a depressing week that also made me want cookies so 50-50? Yeah, but you don't have the cookies, so that could be a problem. That's true, but I know a 24-hour Stewart's that I might be able to get the cookies at. <laughs> also, good point. <laughs> just picture me walking in at 1 a.m. Like, Yo, you got cookies? Just looking at the cooler section and like, oh, I don't have any. <sighs> <laughs> just doing like that zombified, like, 
Right, I'm going to walk around now and kind of look and see if I can find. Oh, I don't really want to pay $4 for a thing of Oreos. Well, they don't have cookies. Yeah, I do. All right, I'm going <laughs> to pay, pay for the Oreos. And like 130 stoner zombie and Stewart's just like, ah, I fucking wanted Nestle and I have Oreos. It's still Nestle, but it's not the same. Anyway. Life. No, Nabisco, Nestle. Whatever, who cares? Y'all own each other anyway when you look at that corporate structure. Go <laughs> Going, going back to it. I can't believe. It. <laughs> anyway, it's been seven days, and we are now coming to the closure of the year that has been two months to go, Matt. Mm-hmm. Two months to go, and this whole year has been flying by. Yeah, but what have you accomplished in the last seven days? That's a weird way to phrase it. Uh, that is. That's kind let's, of a... <laughs> uh, let's not make that as more as morbid. What have you enjoyed in the last seven days? Because accomplished could be the real, you know, horrible dinner with in-laws conversation that you don't want to have. Um, I mean, I don't... As far as games go, I think WoW is the only thing I've played. Um, You've been playing... I mean, I, we, I know we talked about it a little bit earlier, but I've seen you guys out there quite a bit. I don't see her, but I see you. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we've been on there, we played like, I think, three nights, maybe three or four nights for like a couple hours a night. Um, I mean, that first day we did, we did Exile's Reach basically in one, one go. Yeah, it doesn't take long. It's, it's take pretty long quick. Hour and a half, maybe at most. Yeah, and then. Um, How was the instance for you guys? The, the little, final, the final thing. The little mini dungeon at yeah, the end yeah. there. It was, it was fine. It's a pretty basic because they only put you with three people, it's just like a little scenario, and they give you two AI as your other people. So yeah, it was it was easy peasy, yeah, no complications. Um, it it very much is like baby's first instance. Yeah, it's it it's like I was expecting it to be more difficult than it was. Right. Yeah, I was kind of expecting it to like, I don't know. I think they kind of introduce goes- you more. Yeah, stuff, I think it's the part where it's like they can't slap down new players like there, like, but they need to be like, this is how things kind of work. Pay attention to what the AI is saying about like mm-hmm. healing people and whatever, and you taking the damage and like that being a thing. But the, <laughs> there's no like, yeah, you need to interrupt this and not stand in this and move over here because otherwise we're all going to die. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, really, nothing, nothing exciting. I mean, I I forgot that Legion was coming out, so I'll probably download that, play that anime. Um, new season, well, second half of the season for volleyball anime. Ah, yes, is kicking. Uh, fantastic. Everything drops on like Fridays and Saturdays now, so it's kind of true. Fr- Mandalorian is now out, so yep. that'll be on our list. Gonna gonna be watching that. Been still watching Long Way Up. Uh, Ewan McGregor and Charlie Borman's motorcycle thing. Oh yeah, that's right. It's great. About that. Um, Stop trying to do that. There was another anime that I started watching, and now I can't remember what it was. Metalocalypse. No. <laughs> also, I don't know if it's considered an anime. Um, it's not really important. I mean, uh, yeah, I can't remember. I'll probably remember it next week. Uh, that's about it, though. Mostly this week has been. Um, acclimating to new life. Yeah, the new schedule and everything. I mean, we 
ran out a few times to do stuff, wasn't home a lot, a whole lot. And then like, I was like, you know, just get life in order. So new normal, new normal. It's get, it's getting weird though. So this week it would be like, cause it gets dark earlier now. Yeah. I, I have now experienced if I'm not careful and it's going to get worse as the year goes on, but I leave and come home in the dark. Yeah. So I was laying on the couch, like watching something and Samantha was next to me and I was like, fuck, it's so late. And she looked over at me and she's like, it's six 30. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just so fucked up. I mean, and we had it last week when we, before we did the podcast, we're like, or was maybe, I don't know if it was that or it was the week before even where we, I think went to grab food and we came back and we're like, it's so fucking late. And it was like, it's seven 30. <laughs> yep. Um, so we'll see this week might be interesting because I actually, after Monday, I, I have to be in at six 30. So oh. we'll see. We'll see what happens. A little different. Yeah. Six 30 to, to three. No. So. Yeah. 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 That's my life. What's your life? Boring. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, played a little bit of Legion. A little watchdogs Legion. Yeah. Now that that is out, I'm thinking about four or six hours in. Anything uh, uh, you want to comment on it? I'm enjoying it so far. And I'm enjoying it more than I enjoyed two. I, I finished two. Mm-hmm. But I'm enjoying this more so far. Good, good. It see, At the moment, and this is probably not 100% true, but at the... M- no, nah, I'm not even going to say that. Because I know it's not true based on a couple other things I've seen. Mm-hmm. But it's been... So far, so good. Do we have a run? Do we have a runtime? I almost died. Do we have a runtime on that game? Uh, I have not looked. Okay. Uh, the interesting part about it, and the one part that kind of sucks, I'm not. I have to look this up. I don't know if there's a set amount of crew that you can keep. Mm. Like if you have a max size, you're saying? Yeah, like a max squad size for. Or you just recruit literally everyone. Yeah, I don't know. I already retired somebody. It was just some random person I recruited just to see how recruitment works. Mm-hmm. And then I got them killed doing something I never should have been doing like that early or like that. I did it very brazenly. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm just going to walk up and do this. And as I walked up and did this, I got shot by a bunch of drones. So does that like, is it, does it have permadeath you, in that if instance? If you turn it on, you could. Okay. I considered her arrested because I didn't turn it on. Okay. Uh, because I was like, there's a chance that I do actually like somebody. I don't want to lose them for something yeah, stupid that's like fair. that. Like, if I recruit an old person, they just die. They die. That's fine. But if I recruit, like, a person I actually want, I don't want to just randomly lose them because I was mm-hmm. being an idiot. Um, so I don't have it on. But it considered her arrested, and I was like, ah, you know what? You failed your job, and I didn't want you really anyway. I was testing out recruitment, so you're done. And it's like, you can retire them. But then I still saw her walking around, and it was like a former dead sack. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Hmm. Uh, but the one problem I have, so I need to find out if there's a cap to the squad you keep. Also, because I'm doing it on Uplay Plus, hmm. <laughs> uh, the pre-order and like, uh, whatever they call it, gold level bonuses are in effect for me, which I think netted me three elite or what do they call? It? I think three prestige operatives or something like that. So I have three like studs that are in my squad and that I'm purposely just not using. Oh, you're not using them. Yeah, because I'm like, I don't know 
if they're truly broken or not, but I don't want to, I don't want them there. I like the idea that I have the ability to recruit them and go get them. Like even if they were exclusive to me being able to recruit them, but they're already there. So they're already in my squad. So that's the part where it's like, I don't know if they, if I have a cap size on the squad, if they took up three slots, mm-hmm. you, like, you could probably retire them too. Though. I probably can, but it's like, what if I, you know, yeah. if they're truly this prestige, they have a different background and everything to like my regular guys as if they are legendary recruits. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I did you don't get, know how that works yet. Did you get Aiden? No, I haven't gone and hunted him yet. Okay. But he's available. He I don't know if you have to beat certain things first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't I haven't looked it up. I will get him at some point. He yeah. will be there. Yeah. Me and my boy Aiden Pierce. I don't know why I did this. This is a tribly, but he wears the hat, so <laughs> yeah. Um but it's been it's been fun. The the bit that I've done. It's been interesting seeing different personalities that you can recruit and how that all works and they kind of don't really hold your hand, I guess. At least not that I can think of. Like in the beginning, they do run you through like this is how you do this or this is how you do this and stuff like that. But you can truly accomplish missions sometimes completely without ever setting foot in the building. That's good because you couldn't really do that in Watch Dogs 2. Yeah, like I've I have sat in my car behind a wall across the street from another place and thrown my spider bot like out of the car and just gone through and done everything in the building in my spider bot with leaving like parking the spider bot underneath the desk, and then moving a bunch of cameras around to see everything, and then taking the spider back bot out back out and doing what I needed to mm-hmm. and been able to do things that way. There are some things that you that the spider bot can't interact with that you have to go in and interact with. But it's not that many, like comparatively. Like I could do. There are times where I've gone in and like I can't see what the hell I'm supposed to do, and I end up blowing up enough traps or whatever to loosen the amount of guards in there. Then I run in and do what I need to, either by killing the rest of them and then doing it, or just getting there and doing it. And as I'm usually running through, I'm like, "Son of a bitch, that was a spider bot right there. Could have used it. Could have used it." (laughs) (laughs) But I'm already neck deep in problems, just running for where I'm getting to. So there are still those moments. They don't start you out with an AR. Uh, some people have options for guns. Mm-hmm. You can equip. You can so equip a gun if you choose to for your guy. I'll show you a little bit after this. Uh, just kind of like the breakdown of some stuff. Driving's what you expect from Watch Dogs. Like it's not. It's not a driving game, but it's not bad either. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hot hatch is where it's at. Just saying that now. <laughs> I gun that thing around and handbrake every turn I can. Hot hatch. Uh, but yeah, I haven't really had a... Everything has been... Other than the very beginning, I think, everything has been very... There's this building. There might be three floors in the building that you can see. Go through this building, do these things. But nothing that's been... You're now trapped in the building. Mm-hmm. You have no way out. Get through what you're doing. Everything I've been able to, if I wanted to, just leave at any given point. And yeah, that's good. It. But I kind of do want, I do kind of want that get trapped in a building type of thing at some point. Doesn't I'm sure be, it'll happen eventually. Yeah, it doesn't have to be constantly, but I do want that 
semi point of no return uh find your way out type thing not just i'm committing a bunch of crimes i shot a bunch of people take this spider bot and then i just all of a sudden you see me the guards that have been watching with all these cameras just see me get into a car and drive away and then come back five minutes later when they have all respawned and i'm like all right try it again <laughs> none of you remember me spider bot <laughs> <laughs> so it's been that uh playing some more baseball because now the baseball season is over dodgers have won the world series and i can no longer watch baseball so i must get my fix somewhere else so i shall play i believe the show and playing some wow trying some stuff out there and played a little bit of tony hawk played a little bit of burn i finished batman yeah i know i mentioned that last week so i did finish that that's a good game. Mm-hmm. The final boss fight was terrible. But uh, in terms of like stupid easy. Mm-hmm. Oh, you run around and then he just eventually gets bored and jumps away. So you fight a wave of enemies. You pull him down. You punch him in the face. That's phase one. Yeah. Phase two, run away again. He gets bored, jumps up. Another wave of enemies. Fight them. It was the same thing three times. I was like, this is the most boring fight in the game. Yeah, but Simple mechanics. Yeah. But hey, it's done. I finished it. So that's one. That's that one. Now I'm... And the only reason I'm even playing Legion is because Cyberpunk got delayed. If Cyberpunk hadn't gotten delayed, I wouldn't have played Legion. I would have found another way to bide my time till Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. But once that got pushed, I was like, all right, Legion till whenever stuff starts coming out. And then Shadowlands 23rd. So now, if that actually is real, Legion till then. Legion's my, well, not till then, but Legion is my RPG holdover. Yeah. So, yeah, fun times. Nice. Cool. As per usual, you, uh, as the cards dictate, you accomplish more than me. In terms of games, yes. Not in life, but we'll go with it. Big potatoes there. We'll start, we'll say, we'll talk small potatoes. Anyway, we'll see you guys in seven days from now in November. Two months to go. We might be done with a big event by then, too. You never know. We'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.